0: On this episode, I'm gonna talk about how the last one and a half months have been since stepping away from one-on-one consultations, and I assure you, it has been anything but seamless. Stay tuned. I'm Andrea Maxim, and this is the Profitable Practice Podcast, made for practitioners who are ready to build a six-figure practice with a million dollar impact that also lets you close your laptop and be present with your family anytime you want to. Together we will challenge the antiquated ways of running a practice, we'll merge our brick and mortar online and build, systemize and grow as maximized practitioners. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey everyone. I have been thinking about this for a little while. I have been kind of reflecting on how the past couple of months have been. Since my amazing transformation into being the team leader, stepping out of the practitioner role, at least in office, and there's so much gratitude that comes with that transition. But there's also a lot of bad things, a lot of messy things, a lot of scary things that also happen during this transition. And It's always my job to inspire you with action. All I ask of you is to take imperfect action. And I don't want me to pave this role to this maximized practitioner, CEO person to be all airy fairy and everything is easy. And when you hire the team you want to, that's easy. When you step into the role that you want to be in, that's easy. Um, It isn't, it's very gratifying. It has been an amazing journey so far. I am so grateful for it. But what I wanted to talk about was kind of the pros and cons of what's been going on for the past Now we're at two months almost, a month and a half since really taking that plunge. So what I promised myself at the end of 2020 was I was going to start acting in a different place. I was going to start to show up um, in, in a different energetic way. I was going to let go of so much of the negativity and so much of the worry and so much of the um, concerns that I had about growing and about what the ideal successful practitioner looks like and really start showing up into a place of abundance. That is my word for 2021 is abundance and attracting more abundance. And that doesn't mean more revenue, but it's more attracting our aligned patients. It's attracting, um, uh, my team members. It's keeping them fully fulfilled. It's attracting. Um, you know, definitely getting easier money flowing to me. But that is, of course, not the first thing. It's attracting a better lifestyle for my family. It's attracting a better relationship that I have with my husband and my kids. Um, But it's also about repelling the people that I don't want to be working with. And that was really kind of the, the mindset that I went into 2021 is I was really done with working with tire kickers, with working with people that would see us for a few visits that, you know, weren't taking full responsibility for their health, weren't looking to do that extra data, those extra pieces, and um, and really start to kind of like embrace the GAT protocol that we had created and creating systems around that. So I can say, as I look back, and here I am thinking we've been like three months out and it's only like a month and a half, but. What I can say is stepping into that place where I was just energetically different. And the biggest reason why that energetic shift happened was because I got rid of the number one thing that I felt was dragging me down. And that was being a slave to my calendar. I didn't realize how much it was draining me every single day to look at all of the appointments that I had on my calendar and being like, crap, I have like, Twenty different things every single day that I need to be showing up for, that I need to be um, you know, offering my my energy, my time to. That was the biggest release, I think, for me, because I was feeling so dragged down by my calendar being so booked up, you know, three or four days every single week that it was immediately dulling my creativity. It was dulling that light that I wanted to shine. It was dulling um, my energy. And I wasn't, I just didn't feel like I was performing in a way that I wanted to. So by releasing that, that was amazing. And it felt good as soon as January 1st hit where I wasn't doing those things where I was stepping away, that felt so good. And I knew that that was exactly the right alignment for me. That was where I needed to be. Um, and really allowing my team members to shine. However, with these transitions came with a lot of challenges and a lot of learning lessons. And of course, we're also doing doing this during a pandemic when tensions are already high, anxiety is already high. And so now I'm, um, as much as we try to give our patients a heads up, They don't always read your emails. They don't always pay attention. Maybe they kind of like glanced at it and didn't think that it was actually going to happen. I don't know. But we did our best to give everyone a huge heads up like months in advance. And you still have, again, talking about those patients that are in alignment with you and those that aren't. You still have those people that really take it personally and really created a lot of tension and drama for, I would say, the month of January. By the time January was done, I was feeling pretty exhausted. And I was saying this to my accountability coach, that I really felt like my armor, that armor that I had been using, that armor that I was so attached to, that armor that I loved wearing and felt so strong with, where I would get the negative feedback and it, I would just like let it go right away. We had five major instances in January of people that were just unbelievably rude to our team. They would hang up on us. They would swear at us. They would um, threaten us, and um, it was just unbelievable, and we had five instances of this. So as that rolled out, as I was also feeling vulnerable, being in a new position, because when you step away from that practitioner role, doing the things that we were trained to do in school, like it was just, this is the model, this is what you're doing. So not doing it is completely going against the grain. There's this huge aspect of you losing that identity that you were so tethered to for a decade. So this is now 10 years out that I was also shedding that identity. I was shedding the ego that went along with that. I was shedding um, everything that I attached to being this in-office practitioner. I was having to let that go during the same month where we were getting a lot of backlash from people. um, And the first thing that we had to learn was the right language to be using. So when we would tell patients like, uh, Dr. Maxim is no longer going to be doing in-office appointments. She's only going to be going virtual and it's going to be very limited. And the reason why she's doing that is because she wants to step into this marketing role. She wants to really go into the creative side of running the business, help manage the team. Patients did not respond well to that. They they got their backs up. They just didn't understand. You could tell, like they would just look at you with this blank face being like, I don't, this doesn't compute with me. I don't understand why that's a good enough reason for you not to continue to treat me. So we, um, not lying so much, but we definitely reinforced that instead of saying it was all about business um, ownership and running the business, we were now using um, remote learning as one of the ways to soften this blow to patients for them to understand why I was stepping away. Which was absolutely true. We didn't know at the time that January was going to be such a cluster F, which it was, but um, that we found even just the language that we were using with patients made a huge difference whether they bought into the new um, dynamic that the team was having or they didn't. So when we used family, when we used staying home with kids, when we used, you know, navigating remote learning and, and homeschooling and things like that, people totally got it. There was no issues, there was no resistance at all. Everything moved along smoothly. But when we talked about the change in business dynamic, that did not go over well. And in fact, um we had quite a few patients that when we said i wasn't going to be seeing patients in office anymore they're like well then i'm just going to move somewhere else i'm just going to go to a different practitioner you know i'm not up for going virtual that just doesn't work for me if you're not going to be at the office then i'm not going to come anymore we had a few people do that and again with my armor being on at the time i was able to take those hits like that was fine then tack on top of that we had one individual who was incredibly rude to my team member. Sent threatening emails. Um, just was not having it. No matter what we said, and that was something that I I started to take on. And of course, again, it's whether these patients are in alignment or not. The ones that get the most upset usually are definitely dealing with their own things, but are just not in alignment with the way our business is moving forward. And then there was one major mistake that I take full responsibility for where I was just so loving this idea of moving these patient visits over to my team members that we didn't take the time to make sure that on the back end, people were fully understanding what was going on. So we had one initial patient book in with me through our online booking link. I rescheduled her with one of my team members. I did not disclose that that was happening. She, of course, was taken aback when it was my team member on the call and not myself. That caused another slew of emails back and forth, which again, I took full responsibility for, um, and she didn't want to continue working with us. So, I mean, there's only so much that you can do. I took that as definitely my responsibility. Our website wasn't updated for the change. My booking links weren't updated for the change. So that changed within like a 24-hour period immediately. But it's just these little things that you don't think about. You're so focused on me getting out of that space, me starting to adapt into this new creative role that I've been looking forward to being in for at least five years now. And you forget about what it looks like on the external side to these new patients coming in. So we lost that person and, and that was fine. Um, but I would say that though, like it just all happened in that initial month that there were definitely moments where I was like, is this even worth it? Is this even something that I should be doing? Like we're getting so much backlash from literally five or six people in a sea of 500 patients that we see that it wasn't statistically a big deal, but again, I was starting to take it personal to the point where I had to tell my team, look, if there's anything that's negative, that's going on that I don't realistically need to know about what's going on, just deflect it from me. I can't take those hits right now. I'm feeling so emotionally vulnerable that, um, I just, this is just not something that I can handle, but On the flip side, on the positive side of doing all of this, stepping into this new place of abundance and attracting these patients that don't give us resistance, that are willing to pay out of pocket, that are leaning into this new way of doing things and are completely fine with it, that's all been showing up in the past couple of weeks. And I'm just so grateful that I didn't let that fear that those hits that I was taking... Take me off track and stop this path that I created and go back to doing what was safe and what everybody likes just to appease these five or six people that, quite frankly, aren't the right fit for our team anyway. And so, one of the best things that has happened is um, so we went in, we incorporated in 2019, and with uh, CRA, which is the Canadian government. Depending on how much you were spending in taxes, and I was used to giving the government at least 20 to 30K in taxes at the end of every month prior to being incorporated. So they tell you how to pay in installments. So they tell you, like, every quarter you should be paying us this much, just so that when tax time comes around, you don't have this huge amount to pay. So I did that. Of course, I'm so afraid of doing anything wrong by the government, like, fear city that I'm gonna get called out by them or something bad is gonna happen. And so I gave them $18,000 uh, last year to pay for 20, 2019's taxes. But then my accountant says, she's doing our, our books, and she's just like, when you're incorporated, you're now at a 15% tax rate instead of 25%. You would only be spending about six to 7000 a year. So she's just like, you gave the government way more money than you should. And how amazing was that where the past decade, I've just been so used to giving the government all of my money, never getting money back, that in the past couple of months, I've now not only received um, you know, a little bit here or there with my personal income, being an employee or taking dividends from the company, but now I'm getting like 12K back from the government because I overpaid. So these little tiny things started to show up. As I started to show up in this new place of abundance, in this new place of attraction, energetically just showing up in a much different way, now money is starting to come to me, like money that I wasn't even expecting. I had a GST rebate come back from the government. This overpayment that I made last year is coming back to me now. Um, Like all these little things just started to show up where I'm starting to now receive money that I wasn't even expecting. The other most amazing thing that we did or that I started to notice over the past couple of weeks is we're now um, part of our system, part of our funnel is no lead magnets, no freebies that way, just book in a discovery call. I've done now four discovery calls in the past two weeks and every single one of them have closed in some capacity. We had one person who was an older patient of mine who learned about our gap protocol as a team, we completely rejigged this program. It's now a three K program. I presented it to her on the call and she was like, totally like, let's just do it. So fine. Cool. And then we just started her on it. Um, that was when I really knew that everything that I had built was exactly what I should have been doing this whole time. And it took me 10 years to get here. I'm fine with that. I, I don't even look back and say, oh, if I had only done it sooner, blah, blah, blah. This was the journey that I needed to take. But when that 30-minute conversation ended up in this you know, potential $3,000 sale, definitely a $2,500 sale without resistance, without me having to like over-embellish why it's such a great investment, I was like, okay, this was the universe proving that I was doing exactly what I needed to do. I had the team members in place that needed to be there. We had the system in place that needed to be there. That finally, this was what the business was supposed to be like. This is with me now taking 20 to 30 hours off of my plate of seeing patients. This is me paying more salary out to my employees. This is, you know, it's a totally different shift, which was very, very scary but those little things, those little signs that the universe gives you are so profound. So that was huge. Then on two um, discovery calls that I had just last week, or just the other day, I should say, both of them, I was like, you know, this is the investment. These are the um, labs that I would recommend. They're, you know, it's a six to $700 investment. This is what I think we should do. And they're like, Cool without even blinking an eye, without even giving me any sort of like, Oh, that's too expensive. I don't think that I can afford that. That doesn't sound like something that I'm going to do. They're just like, okay, even out of pocket, I will pay this. That makes sense. Let's get started. They booked in as a new um, patient with my team. So it was just, it's been such a, a hard couple of weeks initially but now it feels so good, and it feels like such the right choice. And the number one reason for that is because I said, I don't want to wish to be working at this level that I know I need to be working at. I don't want to keep wishing that someday I can step away from doing these things that I'm just not in alignment with anymore. It doesn't fulfill me. I'm not showing up the way that I should be for these patients. Because it isn't the role that I need to be in. My team members are way better practitioners than I think I will ever be. And they are providing my patients with such amazing service that I'm just thankful that I get to be there to support them. And I'm just so grateful for leaning into the fear leaning into the worry, leaning into the anxiety, taking the hits as they needed to come, but not doing it in such a way where I completely revert back to how things were. It has been such an amazing journey that all I can think of is just how grateful I am and how the universe is showing me that this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So there is most likely a path that you want to be on, a path that you are wishing will happen, a path that you know if you were stepping into that role, you'd be happier, you'd feel more fulfilled, you would present yourself to the universe in a different way, you'd show up to your family members in a different way, your relationship with your partner would be different because you will just be a different person If there's something that is preventing you from getting those things that you want, I would love to have a discussion with you on this because it took me 10 years to work through the limiting beliefs, to work through the money issues, to work through the ego of me needing to do all the things, to break out of the practitioner bubble that I felt so trapped in. But that was just what was ingrained in me and indoctrinated in me for four years during school when you are literally being torn apart by stress and demands and tests and all of these other things that it took me, it took me until now to get there. I don't want it to take that long for you. It might, it might take you a little bit longer. Maybe you're already 15 years out, maybe you're 20 years out, but I know that as long as I'm taking those steps to get to that point and as long as I know that when I can take that leap that I will, that is all that matters. And a lot of humbleness needs to come in to be able to do that. A lot of working through these things, a lot of taking the leap and hoping the net will appear, holding that fear with you, letting go of what money means to you. I was reflecting on my... um payroll spend for last year, it was $45,000. The most I've ever spent in payroll ever. And it's going to be just as much, if not more this year. Um, but it didn't bother me. It wasn't like, Oh my God, I can't believe I spent that much. What else could I have done with that money? I was just like, okay, cool. That's how much I needed to spend to create this team environment, to create this atmosphere that I wanted to create. So I'm going to attach Um, A few links here um, just above this video. One is going to be the MPP handbook guide that I want you to download where it's going to talk about your success blockers. It's going to talk about the limiting beliefs that you need to be readdressing and needing to work through. I'm also going to put a link there where you can book a call with me and you and I can have a conversation about what's holding you back and what you want your dream business to look like. Again, I am not going to be the one to inspire you um, through knowledge, through books that I learn, through courses that I take. I don't think that that's the appropriate way to be teaching anybody or mentoring anybody. I'm always going to be inspiring you by the actions that I take. And I will always be fully transparent about the good and the bad of taking those actions and what the journey actually looks like. That is something that I pride myself on is being totally real, You know, cutting through the BS, just saying, this is how it is, no storytelling. This is what I know to be true because I'm living it, because I'm doing it, because I did it. And that's why I paved this path for you. That's why I wanted you to have this path that you can run down and not walk. So please, um, in, uh, in the... Um, description I want you to book that 30 minute call with me let's chat about your business I want you to download that MPP handbook which is all about my methodology as to how we created our team structure and the messaging and what's really helped and what I had to work through I want you to download that and I want you to actually read it don't just put it on your desktop I want you to read through it it's a 29 page document but it is so worth it again no fluff No BS, no long-winded stories. It just is what it is because what I have came from me. Stop. I stopped wishing for it and just made it happen. And I chipped away at it every single year and got the knowledge that I needed to every single year. And now I'm living the life that I've always wanted to live. doesn't mean I'm a millionaire because money in the bank is not what's driving me. Time freedom has always been my biggest driver. Time freedom will always have me spend all the money that I need to to keep my team going and to keep my business going the way that it needs to to provide the best service that we can, but where I don't feel shackled to it at every single step. But we've also created a business where I could jump into it at any point in time, pick up where we left off, and and run with it. Everything is so turnkey and so simple and so dialed in. Um, And that takes time. Every single day we are trying to dial it in even better, figure out new ways to do it. And that is all that I want for you. So let me know how I can help you. Don't continue to drown in your own little ocean all by yourself. There are life rafts all around you and I'm one of them and all you have to do is reach up and grab for them. So I hope that this brought a little bit of inspiration to you. I hope that it shows that the path is not perfectly paved and it's not easygoing and it's not seamless. There's a lot of of what feel like daggers at the time that will be thrown at you, but that is what happens with growth. And that is what happens when other people get uncomfortable because their path is changing, but it, it can't persuade you away from what you want your journey to look like and what you want your lifestyle to look like. And I just want to continue to be living proof that It is possible and you can have it and you can break out of that practitioner bubble. So take me up on my resources and I can't wait to see you pop up in my DMs at Andrea Maxim ND, pop up in my email with that booking. Let's chat. I'm Andrea Maxim and I'm out. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. Leave a review. And drop me a message on Instagram at AndreaMaximND as I love hearing from you. Just so you know, we also host the video version of most of our episodes on maximizedbusiness.ca. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.